Looks like we're back from the hiatus. Hey everyone, my name is Taha and welcome back to Lokya Kehenge, your podcast in which we cover topics about culture and mental health. In today's episode, we will be talking about the current pandemic. While we covered a similar topic in our last episode, we felt the need to do a part two, sort of cover this once more. Welcome to quarantine day 83,920 with... Hi, I'm Kinza. And... Manahil. And let's get started. How's it going, guys? So, so good. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I think that I completely agree with you. We felt like this is a completely different phase of the quarantine, and this warranted its own episode. Um, Absolutely. Do you remember when we first... We talked about, like... I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, actually quite a bit. It was the very, it was in the beginning when we just started like the lockdown and stuff. So it was, the feelings were different. I agree. So I think the feelings are going to be different this time around. I, I agree. It, I mean, I think it's become sort of like a, like a way of life um, as much as we don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. say that, but uh, uh, completely agree. How have you been? What have you been up to? You know, I've just had this routine over the quarantine. I mean, especially since our last episode. Um, it's sort of like everything I used to do, but just more being at home. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Classes were online and um, just, you know, doing work from home, sort of. Yeah. I believe that all three of us has, have experienced this. And that was transitioning from being outside the home for our work and then now being inside the home mm-hmm. for our work. And now that it's been such a long time of doing it, it just feels like second nature to us. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, it's like you're pretty much used to it. It's like I I haven't known any other way of life now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what life was like. It's like I try to think about it and I can. I can. No, I agree. And I think that that, you know, it's actually, I think we should preface by calling out why we were away. And I think it's, I want to say it's called the adaptability period almost. Mm -hmm. You know, we were adapting to what was going on. Yeah. Um, I'll start like, you know, what I've been up to. It just feels like lately my, uh, you know, I actually thought, I think uh, I showed it to you a couple of days ago, but my Google Calendar has been filled with like, you know, Zoom calls, one on one on one, like back to back to back. And it's just been, I feel almost like, you know, that this is the only way that I've ever worked. And it's been screen time on screen time, um, meeting with people. It's It's been really easy to get lost in front of a screen for like eight, nine hours straight and not know anything else. And uh, every time that I've been able to look up and, you know, just look outside for a second, it's been like, wait, boy, where am I? You know, um, there have been good parts about this, too. Like, you know, and we're going to get into, I guess, a little bit of that later. But uh, for me, right off the bat, I feel like I am definitely more connected with the people around me uh, due to, you know, that uh, safe time on commute and stuff like mm, that. So. Yeah. Uh, that's what has been keeping me busy, I think, um, before I could, like, come and join you guys here. But it's been a lot of Zoom calls. <laughs> what about you? What about you guys? Um, I've been trying to and then graduate. So Yay! that's good. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's what, that's what was keeping me busy. Um, but yeah, I agree. Other than everything else, uh, I think I was just more self-aware. I wasn't like a robot, like just doing things, one thing after another, after another, after another, like just hopping on a train, going to school, coming back, homework, work. Um, it was more like I had time to do a little bit of other things. Um, although like 
finals and portfolio season took like everything out of me um it was nice to like do it in my pajamas and on my couch <laughs> of yeah course, of course mm-hmm. i mean you guys bring up some amazing points there is always two sides to the story you know and in quarantine there has been like this feeling of oh great i can work out in my pajamas versus wow i have so much to do because i have so much time um i think after the period of adaptability you mentioned Ginza, there is there is a period of getting used to your routine and then sticking to it which is why i felt like this is all we've ever known mm-hmm. um and I think that the other point you brought up, Manahil, was about spending time with people around you and you know doing things that you love. And I think that is a blessing because when this is all over, we're gonna look back and be like, wow, I don't have time for that stuff anymore. Right. Yeah. It's gonna be like it was before, before, before. What was our normal before? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So because of the uh, time management we've all had to relearn, uh, what have you guys been doing for yourselves in terms of self-care? Ooh, can I start? Yes, because <laughs> she probably has a lot more than I do. Well, well she okay. deserves it too because of like Google Calendar. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I want to say something like this. Um, when I heard you, obviously, you guys are coming out of school and, you know, it's it's a completely different animal. So I have to, you know, say kudos to you. Congratulations to you and congratulations Thank to you. Yeah, and finishing off a, 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 another successful semester to you. Um, so basically, I have uh, been in this rut, I want to say, for the past four or five years where it's been two hours going to the city and two hours coming back. So my commute is, like, insane. And uh, I haven't been... Um, on a treadmill or I haven't been in the gym for like three years and ever since actually it was day two of quarantine it was day two of lockdown and I said there's no way I'm doing this without committing and you know taking some of that time that I'm gaining now and putting it to good use so I'm proud to say it's like day I want to say 63 of me working out continuously. Yay! Wow, um, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there have been, you know, there have been like a couple of nights here and there where I... Um, I counted. There were two. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's it. I have... Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been on the treadmill for an hour at the very least. I started and I was huffing and puffing and I was like, you know what, this is... Ooh, this is so much hard work and yeah i'm really really happy to say thank goodness you know um it's been day 63 i've been i'm now at a weight not that like you know that's but that's a big deal for me so i'm sharing with you guys i've been at a weight that i haven't been in three years um so i'm really excited about that i find myself making um healthy choices when it comes to you know food and eating sugar which is like my my you know um addiction and um yeah, that's been part of my self-care. Um, not as much meditation as I would like, but I feel like sweating it out mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of like committing to it, whether it's 1130 at night or I find myself on the treadmill like at 12 also, especially during, you know, fasting. Um, I think that that's, that's been my um, self-care, uh, I want to say routine. Um, so, yeah. Nice. What about you, Manon? And it's so nice to witness it. Uh, <laughs> and it, aw, it, it gives me the... Here, here's the mm-hmm. good part about us three. Us three might have the best chemistry, but these two are siblings, so they have, <laughs> like, chemistry chemistry. And then... Uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> what a, what a disclaimer here. <laughs> Side note. Um, well, I think that I had, like, 
a first part of routine that I had to get used to and now that I don't have school now I'm trying to get used to like the second part of stuff um of like life that I need to get used to so now it's not like oh I have to wake up and dive right into homework and finals and stuff so it's a little bit different um but now versus before um now I'm doing work quote-unquote work that like I actually enjoy that I actually like doing for myself things projects side you know little things that were just stopped because of school because I didn't have time so I finally have time to do that so that's that's been really nice um in terms of like other self-care um I've been enjoying nature a lot so that's good we got a new backyard umbrella it's really pretty yes you should see it when you come over um and we're trying to get the pool open so that's also self-care oh same here we're trying to get that pool open um but it's nice to just go outside when there's no bees um because i'm really scared um but yeah oh god uh, have you seen that have you <laughs> seen that thing they're psychotic so yeah I know, that's exactly what i was thinking about um but yeah it's just been really nice to just spend time with myself with with my family it's it's nice it's nice not the train part again i keep coming back to the train part because i think yeah because i think I we have that. ptsd at this point um it's really nice to not being you know on a train just like it's nice to be home true i agree with the nature part completely like we've been believe it or not do you do you see my tan line tan the brown girl do do you see it (laughs) how is that even possible i'm just saying no i'm the i'm the most sensitive when it comes to like sunshine but i've been enjoying your ride like cracking Mm -hmm. open a book uh outside on the patio for like you know uh or sorry on the deck for like you know an hour or two it's been so nice um when we've gotten when we've been lucky to get that warm weather Sun, anyway yeah um yeah. and i've been honing in my coffee making skills a lot nice. a lot Both a lot same tiktok coffee delanga delanga however you say it, coffee that's what i've been doing okay another thing um didn't brown people come up with that like yes. first <laughs> That's what my mom said too. She was like, "Gee, yeah, exactly." <laughs> She's like, "Gee, um, <laughs> yeah." My dad, my dad told me about the coffee when we were what, like, ten years old. He made it for wow. us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Completely give away the fact oh, that our dad <laughs> fed us coffee when we were ten. Her dad invented the TikTok trend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been getting my dad to like make some TikToks with me, so we're getting started on that soon. So that should be fun. Talk about stuff. That's a whole episode. Okay, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I can't wait to see those. Yeah. But um, all in all, I I just want to highlight two really, really like heartwarming things that you've said, and that's that the time that we're in right now is different. That's a good mm-hmm. word to use because it's not like good or bad. It's just different. Mm-hmm, right. And the other thing that you mentioned was spending times on things that bring us joy. So self care is not only or limited to working out. Whether we know that. working out is amazing for your body, soul and mind, right? It's clinically proven it is it's amazing for your physical health, mental health, everything. However, the things that bring us joy can also be things like I know for me was spending time with family, mhm, reading a book while just cracking a window open. Mhm. Also playing video games for 13 hours. Self-care. You have to find the equilibrium. Mm-hmm. So after those 13 hours I would take a walk around around the block. Mm-hmm. So experiencing that like trifecta or however however many things you're doing at once to triangulate your joy, right? 
So having that piece of nature, that piece of literature, that piece of work, and that piece of leisure time can really create um, a better, it can create better moments for us in this different time that we're facing. Yeah, totally agree. And you know, you bring up a super good point. Like, you're, I think there was a moment in there where you had texted us that, hey guys, I'm just, you know, I have this video game that just came out and I'm like, yeah. I'm doing that. So, so I'm free on this and this, like this. Uh, I'm not free on this and this day. Yeah. So don't expect it. Video games are my blood. Like half of it, if the podcast was like 25% of my life, the other 25% of my life would be the video game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What else have you been doing? What else have you been up to? I know that we spoke a lot about it, um, but so video games. Up until and... last week, it was, the semester was still going. So I was still mm. working on some projects. However, I did complete a few assignments early. So with that even more extra time, I was, again, playing video games, um, organizing things that I didn't get to organize, like deep cleaning. Love right? it. Yeah. I colored, ordered my closets with an S. I <laughs> um, ordered an external cro- uh, closet from Amazon, so I sorted some things there. I did the replacement of like winter clothes with like more summer and spring stuff. I did that last stuff. week! Yeah, see, that's something that I hope that the listeners can relate to because if right. you haven't done that to your closet yet, honey, you had all this time. <laughs> now <laughs> all my closet's full of dresses except for yeah, like jackets and stuff. Um, other than that, it was, again, like deep cleaning. Other than closets, it was more so like a lot of dusting done. Um, played with my cats a lot, had some bonding Aww. moments there. Helped my parents with the garage in the backyard because we're working nice. on a few like projects here and there. Yeah. Uh, reconnected with cousins in Pakistan. Nice. That was oh, wow, that's nice. And what else? Oh, we, uh, my mom showed me how to make a few things. So like because of uh, Ramadan, it was like different foods that I like to eat but don't know how to make. So mm-hmm. you would give me advice here and there on how to add these spices and, and how to fix this. Love. Um, That's really sweet. Other than that, th- I mean, that was a combination of things. That's it. Love it. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah, that's really sweet. Especially like cooking with your mom. That's really nice. I mean, yeah, we've seen our mom thrive now that everybody's home and she's not like missing anybody. Aww. That you know, she always was like, oh, she doesn't like being like alone a lot. So, uh, she and everybody had to obviously go out to school and work. So, um, she's been really happy lately that everyone's home. <laughs> And my parents the same thing. They live, yeah. they live in New Jersey, but they came here to quarantine together because what would be the point if two 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 people from the same family or three people from the same family are all being quarantined, but it's on the East Coast and different? It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Right. Um, other than that, I think in terms of family, it was also the fact that the parents got the time uh, got to spend some time with the kids because we're so busy with grad school. Totally. Um, all three of us are just so busy in general in terms of work and school uh, that this time has made it so we were, you know, okay, like I can do an assignment, but then I can just run upstairs and talk about some yeah, exactly. drama, some some TV show, some Pakistani TV show, some, you know, some investigate Discovery Channel stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think you bring up a super good point. It's like, I really uh-huh. enjoyed that. I have not, there hasn't been a time here in our 10 or now 11 mm-hmm. pe- year period here where we've gotten to spend time with our dad at home, really. And yes, we understand that it's under very hard circumstances. Yeah. But it's been, it's been really interesting to see like our dad actually has, he started a, a whole um, art uh, um um, I want. How do you? What would you say? Like a, a, a series. A series. A new series of paintings. Yeah, 
And um, um, yeah, and it's actually on the. Um, I don't know how he got inspired for this, but it's been so awesome and so inspiring to see him work through the series. He's on painting 11 now, I think. Yeah, 11. Um, and the series is on homelessness. So my dad has, yeah, he had like this whole plethora of images that he's taken over the years in the city and of like homeless people. And it's been like really like people laying on the, you know how New York City is, like on the on the pavement and like... The craziest know, places. The craziest places and having all their, you know, stuff with them. So anyway, like, you know, to say like, to witness um, and a series come together and an yeah. exhibition come together in person every day has been so inspiring. Yeah. Um, First off, I would like to say I'm super proud of Uncle <laughs> for doing that. Second, secondly, what a there is no better time to do it than now because mm-hmm. of how the homeless were affected by the pandemic. Yeah. Like we're talking about like first world problems, like oh, like I overslept because of quarantine, like you know. <laughs> but these people like they're trying to find a place to sleep, and I think yeah. there is power in art. And I believe that, I don't know if I'm overstepping here, but just a little bit of a suggestion in terms of a talking point. Yeah. Uh, what if he were to paint th- those pictures and sort of auction them off and give it to charity? Yeah. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. Because it has to do with the subject. I mean, this is just a thought I'm throwing in there. However, I'm, I'm very proud of him for, for sort of bringing awareness to those homeless people, be it through art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. No, we're we're definitely gonna take that back to him. I yeah, uh, you know, we kind of like leave him in his own you know thing to do, and so he hasn't really you know talked out a narrative with us. But like, but we know that you know once it all comes together, mm. like he'll talk about yeah. it. But uh, yeah, those are the kinds of things that you know have really. Um, I feel like we haven't done before, mm-hmm. and like I've seen him paint stuff, but not like this. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, this kind of reminds me that everyone needs their own time to thrive. Right. Yeah. They need uh, boundaries. Like when I, when I'm done having iftar or the sunset dinner in Ramadan with my parents, I go in my room, doors closed. Like this is me time. This yeah. is time for me to do what I love to do. Right. Um, and there's no disturbances. If there's any emergency or some water leakage, then you text me. But like other <laughs> than that, like this that's me time. Uh, I think I just want to stress the importance uh, of, of having time for yourself in terms of boundaries and self-care because the fact that your father has that time where it's like no one disrupt me I'm or, or he doesn't even have to say it, you guys just don't approach him when he's in his mm-hmm. zone right mm-hmm. right um, yeah I just want to say that's super important a lot of people from elder generations struggle to understand that so the fact that your dad's doing that, doing that the fact that uncle is doing that I'm very happy to hear that he's doing that. Yeah. Um, and, like, another thing uh, regarding that is I think I've noticed that um, our family has really understood the, the idea of, like, giving everybody in the family like their own space like nobody oversteps into that space like before um i don't know when when would we see each other like over the weekends right yeah pretty much um we would be like totally into like each other's space there was there was like barely any me time and you know um but now i think everybody has understood that idea a lot better and everybody just lets everybody be into like whatever they want to do so i thought that was really cool i think that's super interesting oh i'm sorry no no go ahead please we're meeting after a long time, Taha. Go for it. I know we were gonna like you know talk over each other. <laughs> Go for it. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I guess I guess what I was trying to say is that with me time, the other beautiful thing is 
things organically flow. So once people are done with their me time, like oh let me go see what mom's doing let me go see yeah. what dad's doing mm-hmm. let me go see what sibling one is doing yeah yeah it's been really fun i've just been like hopping from one room to another room working with like you know sitting and chatting with another sister and then just going to another <laughs> to the next sister and then to mom to dad so it's been, it's been fun it's like uh it's been fun yeah i totally agree and do both of your points like we didn't get to do that you know what you were saying before like we were out all week and then we were yeah. burnt out and we would come you know weekend we would be yeah. like so tired yeah another thing that has happened i feel is that we now understand what each of our family member does in depth in their yeah. own lines of work so i think that that's been really interesting mm. um like a question i've gotten from my parents is like holy moly you're on calls all the time yeah why do you how do you do like my dad has this like pity face after my day is done and he's like i'm so sorry <laughs> it's like, he's like now i know what you do and i'm like it's okay dad i'm fine i'm all right same with the like same you like you know we've you just there was a phase you know in the last four or five weeks where all we would see is like an impression of Minahil that you know once was on the sofa and we'd seen that Minahil was sitting here and now she's at <laughs> back you know because like she's been so busy with projects and projects and projects and projects um same with mom same with dad so it's been like really interesting we've really learned to respect what you know each of us does and hmm. to Minahil's point how to stay you know uh, and make sure that if somebody's we're on multiple calls simultaneously so like if somebody's in one room like you know make sure that we're out of their space or their hearing space and stuff like that so it's been really interesting um and i think that um coming out of this there's a giant learning and respect for each other's yeah. you know day um absolutely and it's like who are these people I'm living with? I finally got to know you. Yeah, and you know, I feel so blessed because like I'm hearing all these stories about like how people are really not getting along with their family members um, because, you know, whatever and whatever. But it's, that's really has not been the case, which is funny because we were not getting along more when we weren't seeing each other. <laughs> so it's like, if I'm not going to see you, how am I like not getting along with you? But somehow that happened. Um, but now that we're like seeing each other every day, we're somehow getting along. You know, it's kind of like the rubber band metaphor because you guys are getting so much me time. There's not there's not an overextension of keep stretching, stretching, stretching. Hmm. You know what I mean? So you're not going to snap because you always have that um, rebuttal of like sort of having me time. So you reset. If you didn't have me time, uh, if you didn't have me time, if you didn't have me time, you wouldn't have have like good interactions with each other. You guys would have been like tired of each other. But because you have that balance of like, okay, this is time for me to do what I what brings me joy and okay now it's time for me to go to parents and siblings then it's different right then it's like okay you're not gonna grow sick of each other yeah yeah no I but you can yeah. you you guys bring up a super good point though like you know there have been stories and there are definitely people who've you know their marriages have ended unfortunately or yeah. you know they're still forced to live with one another i say that because i'm seeing examples of that on social media it's been really bad so which is so scary like how is your marriage gonna well, end because of quarantine it's not all positive for everyone yeah Listen, this is a great time to transition into our next topic of the dark moments of right right the darker moments would be people who suffer from emotional and physical abuse at home yes the yeah. other moments would be people who are separated or divorced but are still living together mm-hmm. uh people who plan to move out and they couldn't and all those kids who have been living in college uh, on a ca- college campus for a few years 
but now suddenly have to move back because your campus is closed. Hmm. I mean, these transitions are heavy. And for them, it's not just me time or you time. For them, it's this is a whole life change. Yeah. You know, and they're dying to um, have quarantine over with so they can just go back to a life that's outside of the toxicity. I completely agree. Uh, you know, there's a whole... Um, we haven't even... And I think that maybe whatever time we do have in this episode might not be enough, but there's a whole score of people that has been affected by the illness itself. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, we actually know a couple of people, um, not thankfully in our uh, immediate family, but, you know, extended friends who are just like family, people who are older, one of my very dear professors and his wife. Um, you know, got affected by it. And these people, they've been, you know, especially my professor, he's been, um, uh, you know, suffering from other conditions as well over the past two years. So there have been like really, really uh, stressful moments of, yeah. you know, knowing that, oh my God, this thing is so unprecedented and there is no cure or vaccine for it yet. And, you know, people just dying. All these stories, all these mm-hmm. heavy stories of even younger people getting affected and, and then let's talk about that honest, you know, the reality, which, you know, actually plagues me as well as an individual, um, you know, the loss of jobs and employment. Yeah, Always it's too so much. Yeah. It's too much. It has been really. And the and I personally, I vouch for this, like the disparity that has become so crystal clear over the last four, five, six weeks. The reality of the fact that there are actually two kinds of people we we knew this was the truth Mm -hmm. we knew that this existed but somehow this disease has you know kind of really shown us to our faces that there is a there's a group of people who can afford to and has the luxury to order groceries on instacart or something like that and have them you know being delivered Mm -hmm. Uh, while there are other people who must you know and have jobs that are not remote can never be done remote and they have to, you know, go and be present somewhere and earn that dollar per hour yeah. wage. And, uh, you know, and the reality is that that's probably the person that's delivering your groceries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I've been thinking of really, you know. Yeah, economic gap, the class gap mm-hmm. that we're having. I mean, people who didn't sort of think about it before are certainly thinking about it now because we're yeah. seeing how much it's affected people in communities that are that are minorities or that are that are economically distressed. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, the virus itself is, is higher rate there. Yeah. Rate yeah. of infection is higher there. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that that's how the world has always been, unfortunately. But now that we're in such a glorious time of technology and advanced thought, I mean, we can change it, but no one wants to put in the time or money to change that gap because then the rich won't be rich anymore. And <laughs> yep. You know, and they won't be all high class anymore because everyone will be on an equal playing field. That's my that's just my thoughts. I'm not trying to make any suggestions or any political remarks here, but this is the reality that we live in. And yeah. my family friend's uh, grandmother passed away, unfortunately, from COVID. Oh, and, sorry. you know, their family has been totally affected by it. I mean, the whole house had to self-quarantine and some of them were even positive for it. Right. Uh, so there's this virus is a common enemy. It doesn't have any color, creed, class, sexuality, religion, nothing. It's just a virus. But that virus is also not just a virus. Mm. It affects us economically, vocationally, uh, health-wise, mental health-wise. It there's vicarious trauma. 
surrounding the uh, virus. So if your neighbor gets it or a community member, uh, um, a family member, a friend, you're going to feel their trauma. So that brings you stress as well. Mm. There's the blanket anxiety everyone's feeling around the whole world because everyone in every country is facing the same thoughts. Who's going to get it? And when are they going to get it? So there's all these anxieties and, and vicarious trauma that we keep, you know, at the front of our brains all the time, even if we're doing our self-cares, our sleep routine and everything. Um, yeah. That reality, that, that scary, scary reality is what keeps everyone sort of on edge. Completely agree. And, you know, and the, and the reality that this can hit you anytime, unfortunately. Yeah. Out of anywhere. Oh. Yeah, I, I, you know, I totally, totally am up to par with that. And I, I want another thing that I've actually kind of like, you know, noticed and heard as well is that there's going to be additional, um, I want to say heightened stigma around, oh, yeah. mm-hmm, you know, yeah, knowing somebody that you know that had has it or you know all that stuff. I mean, when it first started to come around, we had already started to hear, you know, unfortunately racial discrimination stories against Asian people, especially yeah. in the city, which was really disheartening to see. Unfortunately, that was rampant. Like, Ugh, it was yeah. happening in every major city where there was any one person who was from the Asian background. They were sort of targeted as a carrier for the virus. Yeah. But we know even a surface or or another human being despite their race can be a carrier. Yeah. Oh, and, and honestly, and we know that this is not a political platform by any means, but it doesn't also help when, you know, leadership um, of a country is also pointing fingers and pointing blames. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. just as like even listeners to this, let's remember that there is no pointing game. You know, mm. there is no, yeah. this is not a pointing game. Yeah, and- that just makes it easier for the rest of the country, literally the rest of the country um, to do the same. Yep. Because when the higher ups are saying or rather the if if any of our modern day countries were kingdoms even though some still are mm-hmm. but whatever we're not getting technical <laughs> um, when, the, when the uh the bourgeoisie or the the higher-ups when they when they are corrupt it sort of gives the notion to the people who are under that it's okay to be saying the same thing yeah and we've seen this on so many different occasions where there is like a situation where there's a group of people who are blamed and then everyone thought it was okay to blame that group of people as well and now we're it's on a completely different scale now where now we have politicians and leadership people who are quote unquote leaders i would never define them as a leader by the way right. <laughs> um, you know what our orange in chief literally <laughs> says things that are against science and then his car his uh, sort of counter argument is well, no, it is like that because I said so. No, no empirical evidence, no, no research to back himself up. Just, it is like this because I said so. Like what? What? Even even my nephew, my nephews are are children. They're they're babies, and they don't even say. You know, they're they're a lot smarter than he is. You know, and he he acts like a child, like a cartoon child. Like he points fingers when he's upset. When there's information given to you, oh no, he started it, she started it. Yeah. I got asked a difficult question, so I'm going to leave the room. It's scary. 
And then I mean, it makes it takes a pandemic. I'm sorry, it takes a pandemic and it makes it worse because it then we're you know it's be, it's being politicized. Mm-hmm. Like follow the science. If they're saying at the Atherian we have to be per, take preventative measures, then do it. It's so easy. Wear a mask. And I, I will I will say this. I did not know that I, there would be a day in my life where I would wake up and like all the companies ever making sanitizers would say, please don't inject yourself with sanitizers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wanted to like literally like throw my phone across the room and say like, what the hell? Did I honestly I didn't know if that was a joke or not. Dude. Oh my God. Same enough. Same. Okay, I guess I, okay. Purell telling me, yeah, please don't inject sanitizer into your blood," was a thing I did not know I would like find on the internet. Okay, I just a legit Twitter thing. Twitter was like, all the companies were tweeting. They're like, please do not ingest our product. Yeah, please do not ingest our product. <laughs> that was the best day of Twitter. Like there was a few, but like that was top. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, and the other one that I never, you know, um, I don't know if you guys have been following Elon Musk and the birth of his child and the naming of the child. And oh, God. That math equation. <laughs> that math equation. I mean, I have to say, it's like, you thought to your point that you just made before, like, you know, um, the disparity and like how if this goes away or, um, you know, if if equilibrium is somehow, you know, trying is is brought to you know what makes up the different classes of working people in this country uh you know he's a prime example of like i admire him from a perspective of somebody who's you know done a good thing in tech and you know he's obviously a pioneer when it comes to certain things okay um you know in in technology specifically i'm not talking about that child's name um but you know he is like but like lately I've been like really mad at people like him too because he's like yeah I don't care I'm actually going to take Tesla out of California hmm. because you're not letting, like you know you're not allowing me to open up my my you know uh, yeah. uh, Tesla uh, factory or whatever it is. It's like you're literally endangering people's lives and he actually did it right? He's like this is open whoever wants to come into work we're wearing masks I don't care I'm actually defying the state of California come arrest me. Like that is okay. Yeah, the fines, it's fine. I'm rich. That is like yeah. the height of like stupidity and like uh, I want to say a privilege that I've seen on social media. So f- in addition to uh, Orange and Chief, this, this is a minor example of how the pandemic shows people's true colors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, people with a lot of influence and a lot of money, okay, should be helping others who are suffering from the pandemic. I mean, look at what Trevor Noah did. He paid his uh, workers from his own pocket because they were furloughed hmm. by whatever blanket company, umbrella company that they're in. I forgot which one it was. Um, but also, like, Amazon CEO. You have, like, you're almost, or is, or almost is going to be the world's first billionaire or something. Yeah, yeah he's on his like, way. you can save in, like, three villages in India. That's, like, what, a population of combined um, um, at least a million people three villages i don't know and it wouldn't even put a dent in his bank account (laughs) yeah and it wouldn't even put a dent in his bank account thank you for saying that I exactly. am going to link to this podcast a website that I found. It's literally called Wealth Shown on Scale. And I'm not going to spoil the surprise for you, but I'll just give you a kind of a teaser. It is literally Jeff Bezos's, um Wealth Visualized. And Oh, I want to see that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And like how um, 
you know how 400 people just 400 in the 400 people in this country hold trillions of dollars just that 400 and what that can do for the world and let me just tell you it was eye-opening statistics i made my dad sit down and like one afternoon i was like really gotta show you something dad and yeah he uh it took him like 15 20 minutes because this thing is filled with like visualizations and information and like what you just said three villages no man try like how and again this is i don't want to give it away but like how like 0.000 something percent of his um of his income can actually give clean water and clean toilet access to the entire world you're talking about three villages to the entire so yeah i'm gonna link it to this podcast uh episode on our website um and also probably bio of spotify but then yeah i'm gonna send it to you guys but yeah mm-hmm. to your guys point like and he might just become the f- world's and I'm, I'm sure it's gonna happen because think about it for a second right like uh we i didn't stop paying my prime subscription because you know two day shipping or whatever it is but now i mean those places those warehouses did not stop if anything like people were and i'm sure you saw this on social as well people were actually punished um, when they decided to, you know, strike against Amazon or saying that, hey, we need hazard pay, we need hmm. to, uh, you know, make extra something or whatever, we're we're still here, we're working, we're working, and you're taking advantage of our of our situation. You know, we need to work in order to provide for our families. We don't have remote jobs. Yeah, the fact that they didn't even get some kind of hazard pay or like extra pay, it's like why it just honest question like why don't these people help like why like he knows he has all this money why doesn't he help you know what i think it is i think it's knowledge i think it's greed hmm. i think that when you get to a point where you have a lot of money it's like there's nothing in the world that can be enough um i also think the just to play devil's advocate the other side is like taxes and fees and then rent on all your properties and uh, all your facilities However, still, even after all the fees and, and all the rent and all the taxes and whatever you want to call it and the monthly uh, service costs or whatever, you still have a lot of money in your bank. Yeah, I mean, there's no excuse, exactly. but I feel like there is a portion of greed or a portion of, um, I mean, it was like that Saudi prince who got into a fight with his brother because he had a bigger yacht than him. Right. So he like, so he like bought another yacht. <laughs> Just so he could one up him. I mean, it's also a big mental component to it too, yeah. of having money. Speaking of princes and celebrities and things that we keep um, seeing, where do we see it the most? Social media, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because we live in an era of technology, the pandemic has definitely, I've seen because of analytics on like social medias and and, and some of the things I do on the side, people are using Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, like crazy, especially because they're at home now and they're quarantined. So... It brings us to our last segment before we leave you guys. And that is, what? here's some weird things we saw on here. Okay. Um, I just want to start by saying I saw something where, like, since this is like a Desi South Asian podcast, I thought I'd just throw this in here. Um, I saw on the internet that someone said that um, th- this pandemic, like, th- sorry, not the pandemic, this virus can be healed by like herbal medicine like you can take like golden milk like turmeric and Ooh, golden milk 
Like, come on, man. Like, seriously, we have so much technology and science. I mean, look, they're saying it's going to take a year to make a vaccine, but Indians and Pakistanis and Bengalis have already found the vaccine through a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> or a root, whatever. <laughs> and no disregard. I mean, I, those things have its place. Yeah, but oh, a virus. You, but it doesn't prevent COVID. No, it does not. Oh my god, that like we've been seeing so many, uh, um, you know, posts and stuff like that. This is a propaganda that the white person has oh, created. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. the Democrats like got together with all the countries in the world to make a fake pandemic. Really, really. All the fake, all the fake virus things are really funny. They're, they're. I hope they're satire because if any of yeah. them are serious, they need to go back to school. <laughs> yes. It's true. Oh my god. Um, I've been seeing some really heartfelt things that people are doing for each other. I think it's fantastic. Um, I love the seven o'clock, um, you know, shift change chanting and uh, oh, cheering. Yeah, clapping and everything. Yeah. 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 For for New Yorkers, I think that's so fantastic. Yeah. I want to shout out some of the people in my own network that have been making uh, masks, like, you know. Th- countless masks and been donating to places uh doctors nurses and hospitals that have you know needed it i think that that's some of the more yeah. uplifting things that i've seen on social so you know in the in the recent weeks um yeah another thing that uh was really nice was that somebody i saw on twitter i think that somebody left like um individual tps and some sanitizers and some wipes and stuff outside their door for all of the delivery drivers um like amazon people and fedex people oh, wow. and ubs people that for them to really take nice. that was really nice yeah That's so cool just so for like cool. thanking them and stuff oh yeah oh i've seen that i went on a, a walk around my block and people had like hope stickers on like their right. garage doors and like you know um they had the kids like with, you know the, the chalk that you can draw with on the uh-huh. Is yeah. that just regular chalk? I don't know, because now I sound dumb. Like sidewalk <laughs> chalk? <laughs> okay. But they drew, like, thank you. Uh, they drew a thank you. They wrote thank you. They drew, like, little birds around it. Like, it's so cute. So cute. I just stood there taking pictures. Um, the other thing I saw on social media that was really cool was that, like, different companies would, would start to convert their factories into something that would help Right. Um, the pandemic my brother bought a 3D printer he printed some face shields yeah that's really nice Uh, two companies that I love um, Rasta and Profound have made their fashion brand uh, create masks in which a portion of it goes to charity very nice like a a portion of the profits go to charity while still looking good you can also be giving money to the, those who need it totally. you know unlike the uh big corporations <laughs> um, but other than that i've seen a lot of like individuals like like giving charity yeah like, facebook charities the ones that match with whatever company is hosting it uh those are really cool there's some instagram ones as well uh there's the ones with the stickers there's the one where if you share a post somebody will donate a few dollars hmm. just because you shared the post um I mean, look, I think this is why the world is still going around, around is because there's still really, really good people. I mean, mm-hmm. despite like the corruption amongst leaders and, yeah. and CEOs and, pol- and politicians, there's still some really good people on the individual level. And I really just want to shout them out because totally, it's, it's phenomenal the way that we've came together. I mean, think about if we've had, if we create a common enemy such as a virus, like 
look at how many people are coming together. Yeah, it's really nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that's the power of social media. But then the, the, the other side to it is like, when you have a pandemic, everyone's on social media a lot. Right. <laughs> we have to learn to take a break from it too. Totally. And you know, I actually wanted to ask you, um, you oh. know, if you think that what are some ways of, because right now the one way that everybody's connecting is through a screen hmm. and by the way like you know it's um yeah this could probably be like part three but like our grandparents are really mad that we haven't been able to you know come and see them and stuff like that but wow. you know that's a sub- completely like that's a bad bad tangent right there yeah but i want to yeah. ask like you know how do you um how do you suggest that we take some time and how do we like tell our brain to sort of disconnect i've found myself like at the end of the day feeling very foggy and you know feeling like really um i want to say almost like disconnected with my own body because being in front of a screen so much so any like you know tips or tricks uh there to be able to bring yourself back to the moment of course um i don't think it's more so about being back to the moment where whereas it's more a physiological response to a very unnatural thing being being in front of the screen for 15 hours is not natural which is mm. why i suggest and not sponsored blue light glasses Ooh. because if in front of a screen oh. for people on audio only like where i'm literally like showing glasses on the screen <laughs> um there are ways to tackle little things that build up to become bigger problems like 15 hours in front of the screen is not normal and if you need to do it wear blue light glasses that's the number one like two plus two solution there But other solutions aren't so straight up. There is a different combination of the way uh, of the ways in which we can deal with stress uh, in the pandemic or with screen time in general. Even after the pandemic, if you're sitting in front of the screen, I mean, there's other ways to sort of deal with that. And that would be through giving yourself a break, through napping, through reading a book that's not an e-book, hmm. uh, turning off the screen. Uh, when you need to and sort of going on a call without screens on I mean I, I find that helps a lot like if there's a zoom call going on you don't necessarily have to be on the video mm-hmm. turn the video off for a little bit be on audio only I know a lot of people can't do that um, what else I'm thinking that hmm, I think reading is is a great way to sort of keep yourself informed by not reading the news and, and, and articles yeah. online 24-7. Yeah. And the other thing is a lot of different um, devices, such as iPads and mobile phones, have a feature called blue light filter. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. hit that and make the opacity on 100, and it should um, remove all the light that causes us our eyes to be strained. Mm. That's really helpful. Yeah, so these are just some suggestions here and there. Other than that, I've started a network of uh, basically therapeutic professionals. So like social workers, mental health counselors, mental health counseling students. And it's called, uh, it's in Long Beach. So mm-hmm. it's called Long Beach Therapy Network. It's actually my professors. Mm-hmm. So if anybody needs anything, we are offering free telehealth therapy to anyone who needs it. We will put it in the bio, right? And we also have a social media page called MH Counselors, in which we post different inspiring quotes and different um, self-care tips. So we've been working on that throughout the pandemic as well. Maybe I should have added that when I gave everyone the impression <laughs> all I do is play video games. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's just a little shout out there. Um, 
definitely follow them. Definitely take advantage of this offer because it will only be here for the summer, and it will probably continue it. But it's this is more for COVID nineteen relief. So we have that in place. That's really nice. Sort of thing. Um, you know and, what? We would yeah. love to have. I mean, if anybody, uh, first of all, thank you so much for like you know giving us all these different. I mean, that's like ten things right there, and we're more than happy to actually list it out and make sure that. Another thing that I was actually you know thinking of is um, highlighting some of these pieces that we talk about and post it in actually you know text so that hmm. uh, some of our listeners who don't want to you know uh, don't have time or if it's like better for them and not take away too much time from them we're happy to post like you know highlights from yeah. what we talk about oh yeah that's a um, oh, I'm you know right now to to write uh, different resources instead yeah. of just having like so for those who don't know we have a whole resources tab on our website that we're going to be creating but other than that we are going to be posting it on our instagram as well where we'll have a post with different links on them mm-hmm. yeah. um in terms of like LB Therapy Network or MH Counselors, those are just two of the things that I'm offering personally. But later down the line, if anybody wants, um, on our website we have a we have a section called Topic Suggestions. You can either with your name or anonymously post whatever um, resource you think would help other people, yourself or us, and we shall share it on our page. Absolutely. But, uh, on that note, follow us on all our socials. We are LKK Podcast on Instagram. And make sure you post on our website as well. And, you know, take care of yourselves. And, yeah, uh, what are your parting words, Kinza and Nahab? Actually, I would love to say that um, we would love to have a panel of, you know, a a few speakers. right. Yeah. I think that that would be fantastic. Hmm. Um, Especially from, like, you know... and that is, of course, you know, being mindful of everybody's time and every everything like that. Uh, we would love to have a, you know, therapeutic uh, uh, kind of like coming together and hearing from the experts, essentially. Yeah. But, sure. um, you know, that being said, I, I would love to hand it over to you guys and just saying that, you know, let's let's take care of ourselves and, and of, of each other. Yeah. And bake yeah, more banana bread. And bake more banana bread. <laughs> Oh, whoa, yo. Because okay, that's so always fun. Done, tell me how you make banana bread and I'll pop. Oh, we actually made bread. We, ba- we, did we made bread. bread. It was really good. Like money? No. <laughs> that too. That as that well. Too. But this one was the one that goes inside soup. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So like the dollar bills that you put in chicken noodle soup. Okay. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> the dollar bills that have COVID on them, you put it in the soup. And then, and then the COVID dies because the soup has turmeric in it. Okay, I, I That's know. yummy. That sounds great. That was a tangent I did not know I needed, but I loved it. Um, <laughs> maybe funny. we should also post a picture of the bread that you made. I think that that would huh. be f- yeah. fantastic. Or maybe we can make new bread and have like a whole thing. Um Maybe you could write LKK on one of those breads and oh. just post it on it. Oh my god. That would be great. And then we can make bread off it. Okay, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. And um, you're definitely going to see more of us. We have different things in the works. We have website updates. We have incoming posts. We have more episodes coming out. And Stay we have merch. We have merch coming out, actually. Oh, we have merch coming out, too. Yeah. So we have all these notes that, like, we get, we're so excited to see each other that we forgot some points, so now they're just coming out at the end. <laughs> this is how you know that the podcast is natural. <laughs> and, you know... Like, this is not scripted. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But that was something that we called out, you know, even in our first... Uh, yeah. But people like that chaos. People like that utter freedom. That's what we've heard. 
Yeah. Risky well, while you risky. Like freedom, just don't worry about. Don't no, 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 no